Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is The Morning Five for Friday, July 1st, 2022. Holy crap, we've reached July. And it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, it is National Chicken Wing Day. and Let's go. This one I can get behind. Let's yeah. go. I, I'm right there with you, man. I can 100% get behind chicken wings. Uh, I could probably eat chicken wings for dinner, uh, lunch. I don't know about breakfast, but definitely lunch and dinner probably every single day. I'm a big fan of chicken wings, man. I, I absolutely love any anytime we go out to eat and uh, you know we might have a couple beers to watch a game or something. Chicken wings are always my go-to. You, you never can go wrong with them. Yeah, there's no doubt. And chicken wings are... It's you can just find them pretty much anywhere, and and that's the great thing about it is you can eat them wherever the hell you want to, which is awesome. Uh, and you can't really mess up a chicken wing, you know. Like they're they're not that hard to cook. I, I've had I've had not great chicken wings before, but you can't really mess it up too bad. It's it's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple recipe, and they're pretty easy to cook. So as long as you cook them and put a little sauce on them, you can't really mess chicken wings up. So Bryce, yesterday was kind of a ish day for Atlanta sports. It was awful. It was uh, completely awful. Yeah, that's that's the way you can sum up yesterday for Atlanta's pro sports. Is that was just absolutely horrendous. Uh, I guess the Hawks confirming the trade actually went down and, and sending all the paperwork in yesterday was a was a little bit of good news. But uh, everything yeah. else in Atlanta kind of sucked. Braves lost last night to the Phillies, fourteen to four. That's that should right. count as two losses. 14 to 4. Uh, hey, Anderson. on the bright spot, though, we did have a position pitcher sighting yesterday with old Mike Ford taking the bump in the uh, eighth inning. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was, that's fun. Uh, Ian Anderson, his, uh, it's an outing to forget. Uh, two innings pitched, seven hits, seven earned, one uh, K. Yeah, that was, uh, that was not good. That no. was. Not good I don't at all. know. I don't know what happened yesterday, but he did not have it, man. He wasn't missing uh, really outside of the strike zone. He was unfortunately missing inside the strike zone, and the Phillies were just absolutely shellacking everything he had. And any pitch that he did throw that was a good borderline black of the plate type pitch, the Yankees just I mean they're the Yankees. The Phillies just yacked that one too, so it was uh, it was weird, man. I, I I didn't expect that out of Ian Anderson. I honestly expected us to go out there and sweep the fills, but uh, not 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 a good day, man. I mean, that's that's by far the most earned runs he has had this year in a game. Yeah, it's it wasn't good for Ian, and um, that's I back mean, to back games, man. Where where Ian has not had it. I mean, against LA, he went four innings, gave up six hits and four runs. So that's. In the past two outings, that's that's six innings and eleven earned runs 
not what you want to see from Ian Anderson. Right. Uh, a little bit of bright spot. Michael Harris had two RBIs on a, on a deep shot to center, and, and you want to talk about a complete and total just bomb. That thing was gone. Uh, yeah, it that was, was a no-doubter. Awesome. Absolute no-doubter right off the bat. As soon as he hit it, I just I hoped uh, it was, it was going to be – I like to see him when they hit dead straight, just dead center, deepest part of the ballpark. And uh, he yacked it into the into the trees at Citizen Banks Park there in the batter's eye. Nice to see that that guy is on fire, man. I mean, I'd be I'd be okay if he was batting like 220 with the defense he plays out in center field. He's batting 325 right now, uh, and I mean, Bill? as a rookie, as a Bill? rookie, yeah, 325 as a rookie, four home runs, 17 RBIs, uh, an 874 OPS. Kid is raking, man. Uh, and you want to feel old, Billy? You know, you know when he was born? <laughs> 2001. Oh. He was born. He doesn't know anything about Y2K. He doesn't even know that happened. He's only read about it in textbooks. 2001. Kid's 2001 and he's playing in the major leagues. Yeah, I think we've reached that point, man. <laughs> like I, I, I talked to you about this at the beginning of the year. I think we've reached the point where there are like two Atlanta Braves that are older than me on the team and the rest are younger. It's you can't it's count the manager, cool. Billy. That doesn't. That's not. You can't do that. No, I'm not counting the manager. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a 1.3 uh, WAR too. So Michael Harris, that dude is a beast. Uh, Duvall and Arcia also had an RBI piece. Those. That was it. Uh, Braves are now three and a half games back behind the Mets and begin a three-game set uh, tonight with the Reds. Hey, if you're uh, up in Cincinnati, you can get tickets for the low, low price of $12 to tonight's games. Not surprised. Cincinnati is a beautiful ballpark, too. That's a that's a really yeah, great ballpark. It's a freaking, like, short... Never mind. It is what it is. <laughs> I, li- I like that. You don't like the Reds ballpark? I, I don't have an issue with the Reds ballpark outside of the fact that, like, you can, like, hit a pop-up second and it goes out. Yeah, it's great. The... the- I love fields like that, man. Like Wrigley, you know, Wrigley's kind of small. Fenway has the uh, has the big red, uh, big red monster, big green monster in left field, and the short porch in right. I I love baseball fields like that. Not just the hey, I, and I love listen. I love Truist Park. It is a good park, but there's nothing special about the ball field. It's just a very cookie cutter ball field. Hell, I love when uh, who was it? The Rangers had the the hill in center field. That was the Rangers, or was that the Astros? That was the Astros. Uh, Astros. I liked that. And they had a they had a pole in, in fair play. It's stupid, but I don't know. It's unique. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I, I like stuff like that. It's goofy and dumb, but hey, whatever. And uh, baseball's baseball's a long game, and you got to add some interesting stuff like that in. And what essentially what Bryce is doing right now is he's stalling because he does not want to talk about Atlanta United. So the Braves um, this weekend will be playing the Cincinnati. <laughs> um, dude, that was that was that was that was bad, man. I don't. Uh, it's man, bad when I, our I, buddy Matt Skinner sends us a text and we like, and Lady United is garbage. <laughs> it's terrible, and it's. I've I, honestly this morning I sat here for like 15, 20 minutes staring at the Atlanta United, trying to write notes down for it, and I couldn't. I, I couldn't come up with notes for it. I can't put into words what happened last night. It was all I wrote down one word, Billy. Today, 
for the Atlanta United pre for the Atlanta United review from last night's game against the New York Red Bulls, and it's just pain. It's simply pain. Um, you know, we we go up to Toronto and and drop, and that's that's a game we should have at least taken a point away from, and. We kind of started off a three-game set of, of really hard games last night, two of which were on the road up in New York. Uh, we started off with the Red Bulls last night. The first half was just – it was just awful, man. We couldn't get anything going. We couldn't get out of our own defensive half. Um, our normal dominant possession stats weren't there. We didn't We didn't look terrible going into half. I, I don't want to say it was – we showed some sparks and some signs of life in the first half. The defense – played for the most part pretty well I think in the first half um, midfield and the, and the attackers didn't uh, they had they had sparks here and there uh, where they showed a little teeth and a little grit but for the most part it was it was the defense playing a lot the the midfield couldn't get a hold of the ball we couldn't get possession the attack really couldn't get going but it wasn't it wasn't awful I would say it wasn't great first half it was a little boring honestly it ended nil nil um, and then the second half, we come out and we look a little bit better. We have teeth. We're attacking. Uh, we, we score a goal. Uh, Joseph does. We, we put three or four balls in on the keeper, bouncing away. He allows a rebound, and Joseph just buries it in like the, uh, like the clinical striker he is. And at that point, we're up one nothing. And I'm like, that's, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. We're up one nothing, 3-0. If they score one goal and we get out of here with one point, Great. I'm I'm happy with that. Dude, and uh, the bad thing is is I wanna say that, that was like the seventy eighth minute or something like that. Because when, what when New York Red Bulls scored? No, when Joseph scored. Oh because yeah, yeah. It was I it was pretty late. It was it was late and I'm like, Good, we gotta we gotta go late, you know, this is this is good. This, this is good for Atlanta. Seventy fifth. It was the seventy fifth minute. Yeah. And honestly, I'll be honest with you, Billy, everything that happened in this game before the 75th minute, I really don't remember too well because of all the stuff that happened after the 75th minute, honestly. Uh, so Joseph scores in the 75th minute off of a rebound. We're up one nothing. At that point, my mind, Billy, is thinking the worst we can do is a tie. The worst we can do is one point, and that's great. I, I would love to take one point away from, uh, from the New York Red Bulls. I think we've played up there the past five times we've played in New Jersey against the New York Red Bulls, I don't believe we have scored a single goal. Uh, I think we've taken the past five times, we have zero goals, and I think we've I think we've taken two points from them uh, up there in New Jersey. So uh, we had we had three points right there, and we had, a, we had one point in hand. I was really excited about that. Uh, and then Caleb Wiley, just stupid, man. Inside the box, comes off his feet for a slide tackle that had no chance of ever winning the ball. Um, gives New York Red Bulls a penalty, and they just they bury it home. Lewis Morgan buries it home. So then you're 1-1. You're tied 1-1, and I'm thinking, whatever, we'll get out of here with a point. That's fine. And then Alex DeJohn on what has to be called the laziest attempt to get a ball I've ever seen in the MLS. Just awful. Um, so we, we, uh, we clear it out, and we pass it over to DeJohn on the left side. And DeJohn's there's someone right on him. And DeJohn doesn't have his back turned to the New York Red Bulls guy. He has he's, he's looking right at him. But he doesn't come and get the ball. He doesn't receive the pass. He just sort of stands there and is backpedaling away from the pass. I don't know what he's doing. And Nagoma steals the ball from DeJohn, dribbles into the box, and buries home the winner in the 89th minute. And it was, I'm not exaggerating, guys. If you haven't seen it, go back and go back and watch the play. 
it was the single worst piece of def- defense I've seen Atlanta United ever play and possibly the worst soccer defense I've ever seen in my entire life. It was it was horrendous, dude. It was not I mean uh, doing nothing would have been more than what Dijon did to prevent that goal. Um so I, I don't know. It was we sat back and, and didn't attack a lot, which is not great. I, I don't think that was a great strategy by Pineda yesterday. I think we should have been more attack minded. Uh, the lineup we rolled out was not great either, but I understand it because you have another game on Sunday. So uh, Joseph can't play back to back 90 minute games with two games in between them. Uh, you don't I mean you don't bring on. I don't think Moreno came in until like the 90th minute or something stupid like that. It it was. I don't know, man. It was a very, very forgetful game, very depressing game, a game that we could have taken a couple points away from uh, from the New York Red Bulls. And it doesn't get any easier, man. On Sunday, we have to go to NYCFC and play a team right now that is uh, it's playing pretty good pretty good soccer. They have a, four, a plus 14 goal differential, which is the best in the Eastern Conference. So... I don't know. I hope we change our tactics up a little bit. I know we're going to have a different starting lineup on Sunday. Um, it's just, I mean, we're, we're five points away from being the worst team in the Eastern Conference uh, while also having the most expensive roster in the MLS. And it's just depressing, man. It's just every single time I watch Atlanta United here recently, it's just been pain. And the bad thing is, is you, you can't really blame Rios Novo about, about last night. No, no, absolutely not. The first goal was a penalty. And the second goal, it was a one-on-one play, and he just guessed wrong. Uh, Rios Nova played pretty good last night. I, I'd, I'd give him like a solid B plus. I think he played really well. All right, Bryce, this is your favorite part of the week. We get to talk high school football, buddy. Let's go, man! I'm so I'm so excited. I cannot I cannot wait until the season starts. We're only a couple, what five weeks away, maybe from the season. No, is it? No, four. four? The, ele- the 11th is the first week. One. No, 19th three, is the first week. One. No, it's not. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> six weeks. We're six weeks away. The week the week of uh, August 8th is the first week of high school football. I know it's just scrimmages, but still, I don't care. It's high school football. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Central Lions. Uh, 2021 was not announced. <laughs> up and down year for the Lions. They had a five and five regular season and a first round exit uh, in the playoffs against a really good Riverdale uh, squad. Darius Smiley enters this season, uh, sixth season at the helm of the the Central Lions. And uh, he has a new DC and and friend of the show and Nathan Horsley. So I know you and I are both big fans of Nathan. Um, last season was the Lions' best offensive output in terms of points since Smiley has been there, and they look to build on it this season. Quarterback Devin Powell is back, and they'll have a running back by committee with Jonas Walt- Walton and Cam Bolton getting the brunt of the carries. And they put up, I want to say it, it was just outside top 10 performance last year in terms of offensive output, so I, I look for the... Uh, central lines to do better on offense this year as well. Uh, defensively, I can't wait to see uh, this the Lions team. They're led by senior Vicari Swain and, and junior Ty Brewer. This defense is going to eat Bryce, especially with Nathan Horse, little Nate Horsley. Um, the me, especially, yeah, especially with Nathan <laughs> Horsley's DC Julius Walton at 
DN, Cam Edge, the linebacker, as well as little Nate Horsley, will be formidable for any offense to face. So I cannot freaking wait to see what Central does. Oh, over under one and a half face masks that uh, Nate the Hammer Horsley is going to knock off this year. Oh, I would say at least uh, over. At yeah, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I'll take the over on that one. The schedule for Central. Uh, begin the season at home against Redan. Then they have to go on the road and face Bowden, which is going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, then you have Hampton on the road. Then you come back home and face McIntosh and Northgate back-to-back. Cedartown then it is on the road this year, and that was one of your big losses last year uh, in in region. Um, the other two games that they lost in region last year, they lost by less than less than a touchdown. So I, I'm hoping that Central can, you know, build off of what they did last year and, and move forward. Then after Cedartown, they're home against the Norville, um, away against Southeast Whitfield, home against Northwest Whitfield, and home against Heritage of Ringgold. So that's that's our schedule for the Central Alliance, Bryce. Now, which ones are those are region games? Is, is it Cedartown, Southeast Whitfield, Northwest Whitfield, and Heritage? Are those the uh, and region Sonoraville. games? Yeah. And Sonoraville, yeah. Okay, okay. So, so after after nine thirty, yeah. yeah, that's all. That should all be region after nine thirty, right? Cedartown, Snorville, Southeast Whitfield, Northwest Whitfield, and Heritage of Ringgold. All of those are region games, right? All right. Well, that's a good way to wrap up. Hey, at least they have more teams in their region to play than most of the, than a lot of the teams we have around our area. Some yeah, of the teams around our area have like three teams, teams in their region. It's nuts, dude. <laughs> no, Central, Central is definitely going to have to fight for it. Yeah, Cedartown, Central Heritage, uh, Northwest Whitfield, Sonoraville, and Southeast Whitfield. That's the region. Okay. At least you end the season, though, two region games, both at home with Northwest Whitfield and Heritage and Ringgold. That's nice. Right. Just in case you're in a, in, a t- in a little bit of a pinch, you got both of those region games at home to wrap the season up. That's good. I'm excited, dude. I cannot wait for these games to start. Start now. It's coming. <laughs> All right, the Marine South scoreboard uh, NL East. Uh, we know the Braves. The Braves did unfortunately lose last night. I, I don't know what stings more, man. That fourteen to four loss by the Braves or the uh, or the Atlanta United game last night. I'm not real sure. It's it, they're, they're they're tied. They're tied. Uh, nobody else in the NL East played last night, Billy. Thursday night games, I guess, are going the way of Monday night games as well. Uh, we will have the full scoreboard for you, though, uh, when we're back on Tuesday. Remember, we're off on Monday. Uh, and then in the yep. MLS, like we mentioned before, Atlanta falls 2-1 to one to the New York Red Bulls. Just just not good, dude. Just not good. Mm-hmm. Billy, what do we have this weekend on the docket for the, uh, the games and events around here? Well, games and events tonight this weekend brought to you by Stump It. We appreciate Tim Horsley and Stump It for uh, sponsoring us. If you have a stump that needs to be ground or removed, please give Tim Horsley a call and tell him the TM5 guys uh, told you to to go. Uh, tell Braves, him you want your wood ground. That's right. Braves begin a three-game set tonight against Cincinnati. Uh, 6.40 is the first game tonight, then a 4.10 start on Saturday and a 1.40 start on Sunday. Um, and then they're back home Monday uh, on the 4th. So... 
As should be. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta United heads to near uh, New no, Yankee no, Stadium no, to no, face. You don't, have, you don't have to mention it. You don't have to. New York NYCFC. No, we don't. The live tour continues, and you mentioned yesterday that you think that it sounded a lot better. Dude, I, I think they corrected a lot of things. I, they corrected the scoreboard. Um, I, can, I can tell who. They still have the weird team things, but that's probably something we're just going to have to get used to. What team is what, who's on who. Uh, but they do have full names next to their team badge, which is great. I can tell the leaderboard. Um, they have sharpened up some of the goofy graphics they had on there to start with. The, the sound quality yesterday, just as good as the PGA Tour. Just as good as the PGA Tour. And they still have mics inside the cups, which is... In my opinion, the best thing the Live Tour has done. Uh, I thought it was a great production, honestly. All the stuff that they got wrong that first week, they've corrected. I thought it was fantastic. It's on par with the PGA Tour. Uh, I think the one thing, and I've been harping on this since the beginning, I think the one thing the Live Tour uh, could do that would beat the PGA Tour is streaming 4K, man. I know that's probably a lot of money in production and cameras and getting all that stuff up. But the PGA Tour doesn't do it. You're looking for something to give you a leg up on the PGA Tour, Live. Streaming 4K, man. Give me some 4K streaming. Well, speaking of the PGA Tour, the PGA Tour continues all weekend. Um, and we'll finish up on Sunday. Yep. Hey, Billy, you need some money this weekend? I do, man. I need some extra cash. Let's look at some soft-earned dollars. Do you know I am a sucker for a massive parlay, Billy? And tonight, I have you one for the Braves game. So follow me here. There's a bunch going on. All right, so the massive Braves game parlay tonight. <laughs> we are going to start off with the Braves, a run-and-a-half favorite. Take them. Matt Olson to hit a home run. The final score to this game is going to be 6-2 to Braves. Michael Harris to get a hit. Matt Olson to get an RBI. Travis Darno to get a run. First inning ends in a tie, and the first inning will end in a 0-0 scoreline. None of that seems terribly far-fetched to me, Billy. That parlay is a plus 56971 A $15 bet on that parlay nets you $8,500. Dear Lord. Yes. All right. Yes. So that is a uh, that's a massive massive parlay. The big the big question there is the six to two final. I think that is the that's the one thing that could be a little hitch, or if someone hits a home run in the first inning, then the rest of the parlay is kaput. But yeah, uh, 56,971 56, plus parlay. Uh, John Isner today, I believe John Isner will beat Center. Uh, Isner out in Wimbledon is a plus one forty six to beat Center. I think he's going to beat Center today. Uh, I love I love Isner in this matchup. I love Joker to win the entire thing. I think uh, Joker is going to win Wimbledon. Right now, he is a minus two ten favorite. Uh, and then on Sunday, we're going to go with another. Or excuse me, Monday, we're going to go with another favorite. Mister Joey Chestnut is a minus three thousand to win Monday in the hot dog eating contest. There's no way he loses. You know, I would probably put four or five hundred dollars down on Joey Chestnut, so you get some good return on it. If you do want to bet a dog in the hot dog eating contest, don't bet on a dog as a contestant. Bet on the dog for how many hot dogs Joey Chestnut is going to eat. Right now, the over-under is at 74 and a half hot dogs by Joey. Take the under. I do not think he's going to go over 74 and a half hot dogs. I think he's going to be right around 72, 73. That is at a plus 110. But those are my soft-earned dollars for the week. All right. 
and that segment is also not sponsored right now. Oh. So we'll take we'll take. I, I thought I thought you were about to pull a new sponsor out for that segment. Yeah. Yeah. I got a little excited. I was like, "Whoa! I don't even know about this." <laughs> uh, let's get to another cup of coffee. You need one because Lord knows oh, I need dude. one. Yeah, serve me up one. All right, it's, uh, it's Friday before a holiday weekend. Not only just any holiday weekend, July Fourth weekend. I'm going to need multiple cups of coffee to keep going today. Yeah. KD has requested a trade out of Brooklyn. <laughs> in, in a in a follow up to that, the Hawks are not done in the trade market. Oh God, dude the the whole the whole Brooklyn Nets saga and everything that's going on up there is one of the it's one of the funniest things ever, man. I just. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, the Hawks are still in the trade market. I don't know if they're seriously going to try to get KD. I, I hope they at least call and inquire and, and try to put a, they have it, to. Yeah, you got to put it together a package. I mean, it might not be a realistic. We don't have a lot of trade capital now that uh, we, we got DeJounte Murray. We still have two first-round picks that we can trade and, and some really good young assets, but I don't know if that's going to be enough to get KD. Uh, but it might be enough to get, you know, DeAndre Ayton or, or somebody else around here. So um, Hawks are still moving. Hawks are still shaking, man. I can't wait to see what the what the final roster looks like uh, for the Hawks when we when we get closer to winter. Uh, Deshaun Watson's hearing has wrapped up, and uh, I would expect that to be announced. I mean, you and I talked about this. I would expect that to be announced yeah. <clears throat> today around 530. Yep, today at 535 o'clock. Yep, it will. It'll be announced after five o'clock, so they won't. They won't be able to hit the. Oh, what was it? Pat was describing it yesterday. There's something. They, there's something they want to. They want to do it after, and it stops at five. It's like it's like the newspapers for tomorrow or so. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. Pat was talking about it yesterday. I wasn't. I wasn't really paying attention. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we've said this for what a month now that we think today's the day that they're going to drop the news so they can bury it on a, on a long holiday weekend. So. Yeah, we'll see. The, the NFL is recommending uh, no shorter than a full season suspension. So we'll see what the judge rules. JP, JT Potson leads the John Deere Classic, and Carlos Ortiz leads in Portland. Uh, so, I'll tell you, I didn't watch a single minute of the PGA Tour, but I watched almost the entire LIV Tour last night. I will watch some of the PGA Tour today just because it's on. Um, but yeah, the LIV Tour, man, they're they're doing a lot of things right out there beautiful course out in portland too and in a weird thing that i don't think anybody saw coming um there was no rumor of this there was no rumblings of this beforehand um usc and ucla are joining the big 10 i don't i what yeah i don't know man i that just i don't know that came out of nowhere it shocked me it makes no sense they're not even geographically even close like, at least most of the SEC expansion makes sense because they're still close. Like, Texas and Oklahoma are still close to the SEC. Um, but, yeah, this USC-UCLA thing, that made zero sense. I don't – yeah. Can you imagine – I don't know. Like, I saw somebody post about this last night. Can you imagine Rutgers flying out to the Rose Bowl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you the thing that's going to be crazy is when USC and UCLA have to travel, like – uh, to Penn State or to Michigan or to Wisconsin or to Purdue later in the season and there's three foot of snow in the field, that's going to be quite a culture shock for them. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I, I think they're going the way of massive conferences, super conferences, 
which I am I am here for. Um, now we just need to get Notre Dame and Clemson into the Big Ten and uh, have have two conferences that matter, and that's it. Maybe bring hey, Oregon into the fold as well. Um, so we got a, a good head coach in uh, Lincoln Riley at USC. Is yep. it, uh, what's his face still at UCLA? Chip Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he sure is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's it. It, it's good. It's a good thing. It's weird that it happened. I'm kind of shocked that it happened. Um, but I, I have, I have um, a couple sources that have told me that after USC and UCLA made that decision yesterday, the Big Ten has been fielding multiple, multiple calls from a lot of different colleges inquiring as to how they can join the Big Ten. Big colleges. Interesting. Big colleges. And these are colleges that would add not only football pedigree, but basketball pedigree and other sports pedigree to the Big Ten. So yeah. keep keep an eye out. The Big Ten's not done, just like the Hawks. Uh, today in 1984, Pete Rose plays in his record 3,309th game, surpassing Carl Yastrzemski. Good on Pete. Hall, the Hall of Famer. The Hall of Famer, Pete Rose. He, he needs to be a Hall of Famer. God he is a Hall of Famer it. in my book. I have I have in my head my own Hall of Fame, Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Barry Bonds, not the home run king in my head. So there you go. That's, there uh, that's you baseball go. for me. Yeah. Hey, Billy, today, uh, listeners, don't forget, we're dropping an afternoon drive with five today. Probably somewhere in between the three o'clock and five o'clock hour. That way you can have it for your drive home on this long holiday weekend. We are interviewing new Carrollton head baseball coach, Trent Bianco. So I am, I, I was so glad that he took some time out of his busy schedule, especially right in the middle of getting the camp going uh, this week and spoke to us for, you know, 25, 30 minutes on him coming over from Heard County, going to Carrollton and taking over this team and what he saw in this team, what promise he saw in this team. And uh, we also tried to get him to explain why he hates Tyler Flowers, but uh, we couldn't we couldn't get that answer out of him. Um, yeah. But uh, we had a good sit-down interview with, uh, with uh, Coach Trent. I've been trying for years for him to explain that. <laughs> Bryce, you got anything else? No, I'm good, man. Let's get out of here. Everybody celebrate safely. Have a great weekend, great holiday weekend. Uh, you know, I, I can't wait. Fourth of July is my favorite holiday of the entire year. I, I can't wait to celebrate on our, the 4th on uh, on Monday. It'll be a good time. A lot of great sports this weekend as well. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, for Bryce Sparling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great, great 4th of July weekend. Uh, we will talk to you all on, on Tuesday, same time, same place. Shake your neighbor! Just shake them! <laughs>